Radio V. Radio in TV. Radio in TV. In my my love affair with Jake. Oh my God, the flyaways! The girl burns my hair. Everybody knows my battle with my hair. What's up, everybody? We are back. Another episode of Truth Serum, and I am excited. We are transitioning into our format where we have uh, very unique point of views and interesting individuals coming in to talk about the things that we all want to talk about. Uh, you've been asking for them. I am delivering. Dondre's back. He's not leaving. That guy again. I, I must have been here too many times for you to just say Dondre like I'm. Um, I never thought of myself as like a, a one name like uh, a uh, per yeah. You know. They know who you but are I guess. now. But you are right. the only Dondre. I think, it's like right? a superhero. Mm-hmm. All right, Dondre. I yeah. fight crime. If you put your <laughs> if you put your name in my phone, <laughs> you would be the only Dondre. There it is. They Go know on. who you That's are. Right. He's original. And we have the beautiful Daphne Wayans. Yes. And it's you know what? Because women get all upset with I'm not just beautiful. <laughs> I am this. Can you just can you, can you just receive beautiful? Yeah, I, I That's a compliment. In fact, if you want to. Slip that into my Absolutely. And if it makes you feel better, we have the beautiful <laughs> Ben Morrison. Men don't get that ever. We just got it. And we have the fucking hot <laughs> Well, I have you know that somebody DM'd me and said, who is that fine white boy you got coming into the show? Oh, so she got your DM, right? That's yeah, good. the fine white boy. That's where it works. I love that. So I, I'm happy because I, and Jake. Yeah, what's up with I that? Know, you were really quiet last week, Jake. I'm not used and to And why don't they say fine white boy when they're talking about you, Jake? It's just a... Uh, You're fine. Because Jake Wait, is a member of Mensa. The, oh, and so, yeah, and he right. belongs True. to secret society elitist organizations. Yes, well, that's why he wears a headband. Even if he was like a member of secret societies, he couldn't tell you. That's the whole point. It's well, I mean, secret. I spy on Jake because that's my boo. I'm a member of many not so secret societies. Like Triple like A. I'm a that's member of that. I'm a, he knows I love. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> my societies are very public. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's it's so you know it. So we have Ben is a comedian, but he is one of my is favorite comedians. Yeah, he's a truth teller. You I mean, know how about my group of truth not, tellers? I've been around yep. him. He's not very funny. So. Uh, Dondre is also a comedian. Also, now, now also I'm gonna, a truther. Now I'm going to erase the only Dondre in my phone. See? <laughs> <laughs> Dondre, you need to move your mic closer to your mouth. Dude, I'm Please. a projector. Please. How about this? You want so to much better, better. Oh, All of yeah. that is fine and dandy. Yeah. You were on the Cosby show. You won the she festival. She got a shoe named after her. <laughs> yeah, That's she does. exciting. That's amazing. <laughs> she does. Can you tell us about the shoe? That is the best it thing. It's very sexy. It's yeah. sexy. Well, let's hear about the shoe. It's sexy yeah. and it's feminine. It's a girl shoe. Yeah. It's really cute. Mm. I, I was yeah. like, I went on the I, guy's page. I'm married. How do I get one of these? I'm married, but I'm still a guy. I mean, anything that's sexy. It's a girl shoe. It's about chicka wow. <laughs> yeah, yes. girl, I got you this special shoe. I got a feeling. I got a feeling this this show is gonna be chaos. And you know what? It's not. It's, it's gonna so be, good, girl. I mean, healthy chaos. It's gonna be. Ben Ben is doing another show. Like he's doing our show, and then he's doing like. Another I was thinking like the sexy ad for her girl show. <laughs> I'm gonna slip it right on them feet. You know what? This is Jewish privilege. You see, you see what Jewish? Yes. Yep. <laughs> 
So you are. So tell me what it is that you do, because when I look at your stuff, you are an entrepreneur. You seem like a motivational speaker. You're a fashionista, a mom. Well, I'm mostly just working that out. Okay. So my standard answer is that I'm a mom. Mm -hmm. I have five children. And that's the piece I'm most proud of. Absolutely. So I want to, I say that first because I want women to be okay with saying that that's what they are and that's what they do. Because I scrambled for so many years when women are like, what do you do? And they go, um... Oh, I'm trying to, you know, all these other things before the most important job on the planet, which is being a mom. And um, so often they feel like they have to say other things. Now, you know, I actually never wanted to be anything else. I wanted to be a mom and a wife since I was knee high to a grasshopper. And no one else was saying that. They were saying like, oh, I want to be an attorney and I want to be all these other things, which are fine, except they never sounded like fun. And so I kept thinking maybe I'm not supposed to say that piece out loud that I want to be a mom and a wife. Right. And I've spent all of my life doing that and being that. Yeah. And all that I learned in that. Absolutely. So I don't know if you saw, I wrote an article called Getting Your Master's Degree in Mothering. And it's I did. all the careers that you get from that. You learn yeah. to be a chef and a, and a manager and a house manager and a attorney and a and referee a nurse, and a nurse and, and a driver yeah so it's the first nurse and the driver and the chauffeur and, and the, a motivational and a, speaker uh, yes I don't all think, those things I don't think men like really appreciate that part like we just think like yeah you keep them you keep them yeah. alive yeah. Yeah. The, the, the dumb guys there's, think that yeah. there's a couple more tears to that buddy yeah that's what you do you keep <laughs> them alive a lot more exactly yeah uh, well, you know, I have absolutely he pulled up the article so um, oh thank you yeah check out the blog um, I I I, that is refreshing to me because I've always been very proud of being. I mean, I've built a whole stand-up career b- based on my motherhood, mm-hmm. and everybody yep. who knows me, at, like my kids' school, they always know. Uh oh, Omar's mom is here, yeah. but they knew that I was very active and involved, and I met a lot of actresses that I did not know had children mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. would would not talk about their kids because they felt it would that it would age them. Yeah. And would not speak publicly yes. about their children. Yes. Yep. And ev- people at the comedy clubs know my kids. They, mm-hmm. they know, they're like, <laughs> they're like, it's amazing to Hollywood me. Hollywood is the, funny like that. I met a, a guy recently who um, he had, he was with his two kids. And h- while his kids wouldn't walked away and were playing, he said, yeah, but no one knows about them. Because <laughs> he's uh, in music. And I just thought, what, what does that feel like It's crazy. Your You're like, say What? Yeah, <laughs> he wanted to keep that. He felt like that was going to affect his career. I dedicated my next album to him. Like they, they know. They know they, who they are. They, they, they are. know who they are. Uh, but uh, imagine being your your parents, your actor or showbiz parents' dirty little secret. That you know what I'll tell you. What I'll tell you this: if you're listening and you're one of those people, I don't want to attack you, but I will tell you this: I lost my grandmother two years to can two years ago to cancer. And my grandmother used to always tell me, because my grandmother was always one of those sharp ladies. You know, she, she moved here from Puerto Rico during the Civil Rights Movement. Mm-hmm. She fought for her dignity and always was dressed really nice and very sharp. And I remember her having a Fleetwood Cadillac when I was a really? young girl. Yeah. But I'll tell you this. What she told me once was, when you get this age, you're not going to remember the cars. You won't remember the clothes. You won't remember the hairstyle. You won't remember the jewelry. What you will know, what you will be looking for, is who's coming to see you on Sunday. Mm. And that was very, very deep to me because all that mattered to her before she passed away, 
is see, was seeing our faces. And um, she embedded that in me at such a young age that you know how I value my family. Every yes. Like I remember a friend of mine told me, you think your kids are better than everybody else's? I'm like, yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> right? I, you should no, think that about yours. When you're, uh, when you're like at school, you're meeting with the teachers and stuff, are, are you Ada, stand-up comedian mom, or are you like disciplined mom? I'm mom. mom. And you know what? I, I, I have to differentiate and let them know that I, I turn all of that off. Uh-huh. When I'm there, I'm available <laughs> to them. There's no tweeting. There's no. It's just who I'm supposed to be. That's who you're supposed to be. Like in the mornings when I drive my kids to school, you know, sometimes, and I, I can immediately feel it because we get so inundated with stuff, Yeah. the iPads and the radio and all that stuff, there are times where my spirit can't even take it, where mm-hmm. I, I literally say, okay, everything off. We turn everything off and I say, let's talk. And with my 11-year-old daughter, my six-year-old son, you would be amazed at the things that you hear from your children if you speak to them. Mm-hmm. And, then and you- most of us as, as parents just don't. Yeah. And I literally ask them, I say, hey, what are, what are the things in the house that you don't like? Oh, wow. Did they ever say you? They all, You know what? <laughs> fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, my kids have never said that uh-huh. because uh, I'm very intentional about including them and including their feelings. You know, we no, grew up I in know. a time where, you know, a child was just supposed to be quiet. Yeah. You're supposed to, you're supposed to shut up. Like, you're supposed to be seen and not heard. Yeah. And we're in a time now where what we're trying to do is encourage our kids to express themselves and and this is why they blossom because they actually have an opportunity to give you their opinion about the way they feel as they should and then when they're not they're not moving in the right uh in the right direction then you correct them yeah. and then you you know and then you lovingly move them no let's move over here sometimes that love uh is a little more forceful right, right. <laughs> especially as dad like you know and i got a six-year-old son you know, prefrontal cortex is not uh-huh. is not even available. It's not. It won't be <laughs> there for Andre, a long I tried time. that with my kids after you told me that. Yes. Which my kids are kids, you know, comedian kids. You're so right. <laughs> I said that. I was like, you guys, let's turn the music off. Everyone put your device up. Let's talk. And they're like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it can, gets, it gets weird. That's because her kids like, are, uh, she's got she's got <laughs> older kids yeah, that now. Older, right? I went they to see your son graduate from, oh, you did? Uh, from the, oh, you her son graduated up. from the comedy, Laugh Factory. Laugh Factory comedy camp. Oh, really? Yeah. We're going to, cool. when we come back, we're going to talk to Ben and find out if he wants children. And because uh, I don't go to go to commercial, cut, <laughs> cut commercial now. Big truck on 24, I swear feet and ATL game locked, yo. 
Now that's what my nigga got shot for. Being too motherfucking raw for this fuckboy. See the darkness, see the light, he wanna kill it. Misery loves company, and that's the real shit. But in 2004. What did you play opposite Andy, Eric? Do you remember? Uh, Andy and I worked as uh, two employees at a network. Okay. Oh, you're and forgetting the other I, thing. I played, I played, I played a news anchor, and he played a reporter. Okay, but the other thing you did, the thing you did on the Andy Dick show, who did you play to Andy? Oh, uh, is is that to play my sister? You played his wife, Denise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you played his wife. Yeah. So what's wrong with that? Yeah. Nothing's wrong with it. He's got it's a great range as an actor. And, you know? Yeah, it just was funny. Encounters with Eric and Eliza Roberts, Wednesdays from 2 to 4 p.m. on T Radio V. teabagging <laughs> and, and my and my lack of knowledge of what it was and uh, having having my son having to explain to me for the sake of me saving face in public he was like don't say that don't, don't say I'm going to tell you what it is but just don't use that anymore because that's not what you think it is and then later on he was like I don't know how to explain this to me to you mom it's really uncomfortable telling you you know but it's kind of like all right, so listen, it's Duncan with your nutsack. <laughs> and I was like, uh, what? I just love that we went to commercial break about to talk about Ben and his kids, and we came back with teabagging. That's what happens yeah, when you, you get comedians attempt show. to riff it off all serious. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to have a really deep, intimate conversation with Ben Morrison about... Uh, fatherhood and children come back it's dunking your nuts i know it was just someone's I was, mouth and he was like i don't know how to say it and, and, he, and then he said please forgive me for using this language with you because you know omar's 80 years old like yeah. my son is it was just the most <laughs> awkward and unco- and i was like just i'll never say He's it again the oldest no youngest uh-huh. dude i know yeah he had to raise me yeah. he, we raised each other yep. <laughs> he was like um quickly i want to step into a current event um we usually do these at the top of the show but we just took off because that's what happens when you have dynamic energy in the room um amy schumer is being accused of stealing patrice, patrice O'Neal's O'Neal. joke what patrice joke? o'neal is it's kind of stocky it's you got the you got some footage on it jake I, do you have the video clip and, I have definite opinions about this. You have definite opinions. I have definite opinions. Let's go to the tape. Everything, right? You know the comedian here. That's you. You come in a face, right, and then take some pubic hair and throw it at her. That's harsh. Rest in peace, Patricia O'Neill. You have a Darth Vader. You come in both her nostrils and she has to breathe like this. (laughs) 
<laughs> you ever poltergeister? Poltergeist is good. It, well, you need your friend though, right? Like you, you're fucking him from behind, and then you sneak out, and he takes your place, and then you walk outside and wave at her through the window. <laughs> <laughs> And then you go, I'm here. <laughs> Stunk, Jay. There's the Abraham Lincoln. That's where he, the guy trims his pubes, comes on the girl's face, and then throws what? the pubes. So Whoa. she has that facial hair. Same joke. Same joke. Same joke. She just changed the punchline you to Abraham Lincoln. You guys don't like Lincoln. U.S. history? Yeah. I can't gauge the think- crowd. It's actually kind of What's a better wrong? visual for that joke yeah. Yeah. than Gorilla Mask. Yeah. The worst one I've ever heard one. is the Houdini, which what? is where the guy's having sex with the girl from behind. Uh-uh. Then unbeknownst to her, his friend subs in for him. Guy wow. number one runs outside, knocks on the window, waves to the girl. No, that's the same fucking same bit. Same joke. fucking bit. Verbatim. Same joke. She literally just... Houdini put from right, so, just rape like that. So there it is, Jay. Does she have, does she have the Darth so, Vader? So now, no, that was, now, that's how she, but that, first of all, let's just say that that was her closer for her wow. comedy special. That's that was how the, she, that's, that's how she closed. That's what she, she literally, that's how she closed. Now, I don't know if. Has she, has anyone asked her about you're this? You're telling your mic on, I, I think a couple of people. Jim Norton made a statement about it. Her closing with this is what makes this the worst. It's not even. It's so really, horrible. It, it's not, wow. it, it's cheap as hell. I mean, and totally. Honestly, those aren't stolen jokes. No. I'm sorry. They, they are the same uh, like setup, but the punchlines are different. Like I, I don't think that she really stole them. I think that they both what? went to what? like I think they both read the same article in Maxim magazine probably about eight years ago because I remember these things being in Maxim. So here, so, so, so these, these are street jokes. These are actually these they're are stock. Yes, they're that's, very that's stock. That's what jokes. Jim Norton said. Yes. So what do you? They're, so they've like been urban a, legends. Yeah, they've the, these jokes have been around forever, and 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 they literally just. Put their spins on. So them. you're saying she never heard Patrice's. That's joke? what she that says. That I don't know. She I'm was sure interviewed about this morning at uh, the uh, the airport by TMZ. Yeah, she looked. She looked really. She looked pissed. terrible. <laughs> and she uh, she, she said that she, she said more, that she never saw. More terrible than there. No, dude, it's, oh. it's, it, it really looks bad. Like she <laughs> wow. really looks really bad. I mean, I'll br- I'll, I'll show you. No, don't no, show her. Well, that was made up. So no, you can imagine. No, I think it's just just real quick. Oh man, that's oh. Not okay, the best. Okay, okay, You're not okay, the okay, best. Okay. You're not not I the best. You're right. Wow, you didn't even show the video, and that, that was like the worst screen cap oh. ever. She's Nobody like, oh. shaming Amy, though. No. I don't, okay. I no, she's great. Hey, that's a new show, shaming Amy. Oh, I didn't. I understand. Good. Really, on, just hey, on. look, another show for another white, white girl, girl in Hollywood. <laughs> hey, go ahead. Okay, this is Chris, Rock, Chris Rock's fault, right? What I mean, did he, he, di- he directed he, it. He yeah. directed it, and he, he decided it. that this was strong enough to end the special with. Yep. And um, I think it's her. It's uh, her. Yeah, I don't even think, to be honest know. with you, I don't think number one. I don't think. I think Amy has some power in that editing. Beta. For sure. I think she's she's a, she's pretty much a force. One yeah. of them had to know that Patrice had done that. Even if it's stock, if it was in Maxim, you just don't go there. Yeah. It's just the kind of comedian rule that if someone yeah. if someone evolves a bit and it gets on TV, then that bit largely is off the market yes. for TV. Yeah. I think that it's unfortunate for someone like Amy Schumer because she's so vocal about judging other people it's not that everybody comes for her extra hard. She would get a pass. 
Justin Bieber has a song about how, you know, women send mixed messages. She went out and said it was a song about rape and it was promoting rape culture, which I don't think it was. It's just a song about women being indecisive. She has been very vocal about accusing other people. The Kardashians, she terrorized them. She fell on the red carpet in front of Kim Kardashian being pregnant. So people don't have empathy for Amy mm -hmm. Schumer. They come for her really hard because she is such a tough ass when it comes to other people. A lot of people have come to her defense, a lot of comedians, but imagine had that been someone who wasn't as popular as Amy is right now. Mm -hmm. We it, may never have noticed though either. I mean, well, it, there may not be any yeah. uproar at all if someone else was doing it. Uh, I think that if somebody else would have done that, if a black male comic would have done that yes. at his special, yes. they would have pointed out. Just like he that guy on it. YouTube, the guy who was doing the Patrice song, they shut that dude down. Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, she's a golden girl right now. couple of things. Did any of you watch the special? No. Uh, I, have a, I have it recorded. That's a no. Because I wanted to, the answer is no, but... I do have her recorded because I want to see, I, I want to see, I wanted to see her, the dynamic of her being at uh, at the Apollo. Dude, it's nuts. That's that's what I was going to get into. That entire crowd, like they were, they were the most forgiving Apollo crowd you've ever seen in your life. And I don't know where they sold the tickets for this show. They must have shipped in. A, a, a <laughs> well, you know, I, well, you know that I, I, when I live, when I'm, I'm yeah. by coastal, and when I'm in New York, I live they in had a, Harlem. The segregation it, policy the for the Apollo. Gentrification is so. They got Harlem is They not literally like, got bust in from Midtown. They <laughs> don't need to be bust in. They're there. That crowd was so. They live in Harlem. That crowd was so white. I thought she needed sunglasses. I mean, it was just bouncing. The light was just bouncing right back at her. From the that's face crazy. Well, that's who's gonna go see an yeah, Amy that was a white crowd, right. man. Was right. it? I thought yeah. for like, why have your shit at the Apollo if you're not gonna? So, so you can make it seem like you can play any crowd. Cool. Yeah. Really? Right. Yeah. Or yeah. because that's it's like, a, I can't have like I Ben Morrison live from Folsom Prison and all the prisoners <laughs> are like, but it's my a historic crew. venue, <laughs> and Chris Rock was was directing. Yep. So. I mean, it doesn't matter where you put, who, whoever you put, wherever you put them. The people that support those people are the ones that are going to go see them. That's like the, true. the thugs from Apollo are not going to go, from right. Harlem aren't going to go see Amy Schumer. They're not rocking with her anyway. That is that yeah, is like, true. Even though she tried to get in this year with like LeBron and stuff and try to get herself a little bit more of like the urban street cred in her movie, I, they did not follow her to um, the Apollo. Hey, last thing I'd like to bring up before we move off of uh, Before comedy. we bury Amy Schumer? No, no. Amy Schumer, I think, is done. Um, yeah. Hey, this was a great, great weekend for comedy though is uh, Eddie Murphy came back and did his first stand-up oh, yeah. set wow. in 28 years or Beautiful. something like that. I'm tired of people <laughs> fucking with Bill Cosby though. I think yes. you know and I'm not defending rape don't get mad at me <laughs> right. but I just think when somebody's down and you continue to kick them yeah. it's excessive at this point. I'm like do you guys want them I'm to jump of off it. a building? Like let the courts and let the judicial system handle what it needs to with regards to him. I don't excuse rape. I've been raped. I'm not going to say here it's cool to rape anybody. But I still just think that it's such a cheap joke to continue mm -hmm. to take stabs at somebody. You heard it here first. According to Ada Rodriguez, two years of media ridicule is enough for that poor serial rapist. Like, I love at two years, I then it becomes a, cruel I, and unusual. I, I don't think it doesn't matter how much I'm raping saying. he did at I two just, years, listen, cruel and unusual. I'm not saying that it is cruel. First of all, let's let's not get constitutional. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that it's, it's excessive. That's everybody's cheap joke right now. Uh -huh. I think that the ridicule, which I believe was brought on by Bill Cosby, which he made some choices. <laughs> 
Okay. Some choices. I, he made some horrible choices. Particularly <laughs> based on the stuff that he does comedy about. Yeah. And statements that, you know, that he made. And I feel like I'm I'm more I'm probably more qualified to speak to this than, than oh, anybody yeah, because you're because a former Cosby cast member. Absolutely. So, I mean, well, can you explain your history with the he, Cosby world? He was on the show. He yeah, was Robert. I, I was uh, Vanessa's first boyfriend, Robert, on the Cosby show. Well, there you go. See, uh, white people don't have to know our history. We got to <laughs> know right. what they do. Well, no, honestly, like <laughs> I, watching the Cosby show <laughs> was what I did with my family. You remember I mean, Robert? So I, that was a half row ago. I know why you don't recognize me. I was more like a doobie brother then. <laughs> All right. So, um, <laughs> and people just stopped calling him Robert. Robert no, not they, too long they ago. well, well, yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Uh, <laughs> yesterday. Uh, it's amazing how they because st- same face, same face. Yeah. Um, but because he would make statements about family. Oh, we talked about, about that. You know that 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 stuff. I, and uh, I don't excuse because I know you people, and I know yeah. you got you get on your your you outrage bandwagon. I was so just gonna ones, say the, the ones that no 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 they get on on the outrage bandwagon. Yes, they do. I do Chill remember out. when he's a fucking Cosby kid. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about I remember Bill Cosby ridiculing black people for their names for their lo- the lowest lower social economic stand. I I believe the chickens are coming home to roost. But I do, I'm tired of it. It's just not, it's not that I condone it. It's just, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of Bill Cosby. I'm tired of Raymond Simone. I'm tired. So what you're saying is like, let's just say people keep writing super new and original jokes about it that continue to wow you with how creative they were. Then you wouldn't be as tired of it. It's just they're beating a joke horse to death. It's the same joke over and over again. And it's, it's just... Everybody's got one because they know they're going to get a laugh because by making a Bill Cosby joke, now you're making a stand against rape. Right. So now you're saying it's a cheat. And you heard it here first, yeah. Ada Rodriguez, you need to get more creative with your Cosby rape jokes. <laughs> you got to think of multi-tiered. It needs to have a, a switcheroo. It has to be cerebral. He announces what we're hearing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm wanting to get some new rules out of this. Like, well, you know? Do you have a Bill Cosby joke? I do not, and I'm proud. No, I do have a Bill Cosby joke. And the, it, but it's not about Bill Cosby. I use it as a cheap tag for about how my dreams are all really fucked up and they're so weird. But my hippie friends are like, look it up in a dream book, interpret it. And I'm like, where do I look up um, pulling donuts at Tim McGraw's Holocaust Memorial, which is a dream I had. <laughs> or getting molested by Rupert Murdoch at a U2 concert. Like, where do I look that up? Wow. How exactly do I find out what that means? I hate dreaming. Like, I wake up and I know something bad happened, but I can't remember what. It's like waking up next to Bill Cosby every night of my life. Ah, <laughs> the Groundhog's Day. Great pound Groundhog's Day. That is my Bill Cosby joke. And I feel bad even doing that. I don't know about that laugh. Uh, <laughs> I like, you know, Jake is, Jake is, <laughs> me and Jake are like public enemy. Like, <laughs> a little we, bit, yeah. We yeah. got, we got the extreme the, views. Well, the, the reason why I like even all of it, I mean, all of it is uncomfortable to me because I feel like, um, there's a huge difference between legality and morality. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like most of the people who are making huge stances about what what these uh, what these allegations are, are about uh, are all the people who are saying, uh, let the just let's let the justice system go to work. Mm-hmm. But everybody's jumping the gun. And now um, we've we've literally have like beaten the gavel and said, you're absolutely guilty now. We do know that just by the sheer numbers, he's guilty. That absolutely looks something terrible. Happened. Something right. we know something happened. Right. Right. We just don't know what happened or to what degree. Now, again, 
I'm not one of those people. Listen, I got a wife, I got a mother, I got an 11-year-old daughter. I am absolutely not saying that uh, uh, that we should scrutinize anybody for coming forward saying that they, they have been raped. Right. What I am saying is is that we're, we're jumping to a lot of conclusions too quickly. What we need to do is we need to let some of that stuff play out because it will it will all come out. Yeah, and when, and the other thing too, the point that I really really stress is that every time you make a Bill Cosby joke in public, those women suffer all over again because mm-hmm. they're part of the punchline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think people forget that it's not just about making fun of Bill Cosby. You're making fun of rape, and you're making you you are making those women a punchline. Don't they deserve an opportunity to move forward without being Further a joke? Definitely. It's, always, it's awful. And I think we got to have a, uh, uh, we got to we gotta make it. <laughs> We're going to commercial break He's with a really funny. heartfelt monologue about rape with game show music under you. <laughs> That's no, what we do. It's, it's, it's actually the Cosby, the Cosby uh, the, uh, theme. Yeah. He's playing the Cosby Oh, I didn't hear it. That's it even worse. Awesome. No, Jake is Jake, Jake is, is horrible. Awesome. He's a genius. <laughs> Under the rape <laughs> monologue, you play the rape theme song? Listen, you can call us and let us know what you think. 855-878-4652. Oh uh, we're going to be right back. Tweet us. We won't respond until after the show. But you can call <laughs> us. 855-878-4652. We're coming back. We're talking about the tough stuff. Truth serum. Dondre, Daphne, Ben, Jake. Hey. Hey Geeks, wake up, we've got big news. I'm not gonna mumble this time. Geekscape, the long-running movie video game. Let me do one more. Hey Geeks, we got big news. Geekscape, your favorite show about movies, video games, comics, and TV is coming to T-Radio V, Monday, October 6th. And it'll be on every Monday from then on, 7 p.m. Until the apocalypse happens, we're all eaten by zombies. Politically naughty as Mary Kay on TRadioB.com. I don't feel like it would be as big of a deal these days if I, you oh, know. I'd be surprised. The most powerful weapon in the world is. This is a no holds barred conversation. So, oh. anyway, everybody started drinking my bath water. I loved it. <laughs> that is amazing. Kitten, you need a movie about your life. If Maybe. Mary Carey was governor, <laughs> we wouldn't be having these problems in America. Exactly, Just exactly. Saying. I know. Get politically naughty with Mary Carey. Mondays at 4 p.m. on T Radio V. Andy D on T Radio V. Bing bang bing boom right. Yeah. Andy D on T Radio V. Bobbity bibbity bobbity boo. Andy D on T Radio V. The Andy Dick Show Wednesdays from 4 to 6 p.m. on T Radio V. Wow. So but we'll do it. We're, we'll do it better when we when the show actually starts. Yeah, no. I love you, Jake. So I love affair. I hope his. I know his wife hates me. Yes. I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to cap the uh, the Cosby thing because we we, we kind of 
left a little early just before I could get that in. And I think more than anything, uh, what these allegations really are telling us is that we have not created a safe enough environment in our society where women feel like they can come forward about any incident right. that's inappropriate, whether it's rape or sexual misconduct, whatever whatever that falls Absolutely. under. Absolutely. I never I told my mom I was molested. Never. Because I, I didn't want her to feel guilty for it. And that, that's, what we, that's what we really do need to change. Above and beyond, if, you know, whatever he is guilty of, and, you know, and I'm saying this, and I, this isn't controversial because I'm a man. Mm-hmm. If if whatever he did to anyone that was inappropriate, that was uh, illegal, that was uh, uh, diminishing, that was wrong, he should absolutely suffer for it. He should absolutely pay for that. You have something and I to think, say. I'll let our guests continue mm-hmm. first. Well, I mean, I think with any bad situation, you try to figure out what good can come out of this. And I hope that what can come out of this situation is the feeling like victims in moving forward of abuse can come out because the culture right now is more, um, there are many more outlets for them to do that in. And hopefully we can get our culture to the point where people feel okay opening up about things that have happened to them. And if it's maybe because there has to be such a marquee like serial violation that people are talking about, almost like the Catholic Church, it's forced a conversation and forced a necessary and long overdue spotlight into uh, past victims who have remained silent and the need to come forward with it and how that will eventually snowball. You will be okay, but you know, uh, you're not alone, I guess. And silence is the worst thing that you could do. You were going to say? I got a couple of points here. Uh, one, uh, Bill Cosby just got caught. I mean, that's all it comes down to. If we think that he's the only celebrity that is using their position to put people like this, uh, to be able to do what they want to them, we are grossly mistaken. Right. Uh, I mean, there is a uh, maybe the biggest comic in the world right now has some charges coming up against him. Um, from some female comedians who mm-hmm. are working with him in the way that he that he's treating them. Yeah, I know so, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and, and he's beloved. So I mean, and that stuff's going to break, and it's going to be terrible for him. Uh, two, the other real thing here is yes, I hate seeing anything against women, but what Hollywood has fucked up the most is letting kids get molested. Like yeah. th- this town is a, is a town where where children are getting fucked from left to right. So like we need to figure out how to protect the kids uh, before we like freak out about uh, what's going on with adults. Uh, so I want to commend the three men on the show for making a stand, uh, taking a stand on uh, sexual abuse for women and children, because I believe that that therein is where the solution lies. We will not, as women, make progress without the help from men. From men, when it comes to um, you know issues of feminism or what true feminism is, and, and that is achieving equality in the workplace and being treated equally. And so I wanted to say, you know, it's very refreshing to hear men standing up for women because Ben was the first one that came to the defense of women and then um, Dondre followed. Uh, We're going to talk about what we came to talk about here today. And, uh, well, we come here to talk about the truth, but we're talking about relationships. And how how is Bill Cosby in relationships? How do you know it's real? I'm sorry sorry about that. (laughs) It's okay. You can't help it, but I love you for it. (laughs) That's my comedian brain. It wouldn't be you if it wasn't. That's right. But thank you to everyone here for a great 
podcast thus far. I've had a great time. I feel like we've actually had some really deep conversations. Yeah, and people get to see yes. the comedians on the, on another fast, in a right? different in like, way. Yeah, yeah, they're not just Definitely. oh, he's not jokey jokey. They're like people are gonna say oh, Ben is really an advocate for women. So Ada sent me this article. Yes, I sent it to everyone. And, and just. I, I know your name is probably pronounced Ida. It's Ida, but I like saying Ada. I know you do, and that's okay. It's it white, sounds it's, it's it sounds like a like a nanny. He's exercising Ada. his white privilege. That's all. <laughs> so Aida sent me an article. Um, Ida's so pretty. It was, Ida's it was from Aida Rodriguez, and I've cracked it open. And uh, nine signs of a man who will never stop loving you. So everybody got this article. This Can is. Can I just say how much I didn't like it? We're in the same I camp. I got to thing one. I got to item number, number one, one, and I said, wait a minute. I scrolled back to the top. I said, a girl wrote this? Who wrote this? This wasn't just written by a girl. This was written by a pack of girls all <laughs> menstruating together like on a sleepover. Girls. Like my, my daughter and her friends got together and wrote it. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. Who, it's like they came up with it by one of those like finger games. Yeah. <laughs> Three, two, one. What's the next point that we're going to make? And if you read it, I noticed this. If you read just the, like, their, you know, their top ten reasons in the first sentence, you can boil down how completely Disney idealized this list is. Number one, I'm he sa- caters to you. I'm sending it to you right now, Jake. Number one, he caters to you. It. You do? Oh, of course you do. He makes sure you're happy day in and day out. Number two, he wants to hang out with you a lot. If he's texting you every day to see if you'd like to Netflix and chill, you mean, you mean something to this guy. Sex isn't a huge factor for him. Sure, he likes to do the dirty here and there, but sex isn't the reason he's with you. I mean... I couldn't. What? Now, see, I couldn't. Now, I scrolled now, through so now, fast. Let me, let me just tell you something. If I were not a uh, straight man, and my wife and I, and there are some not-so-straight men who are married. If I weren't a straight man... You mean an alpha male? No. A hus- husbands I mean, can be like bi, a, too. No, I'm talking, you know? a, no, I'm talking about a homosexual a with a wife. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. I have to say you it. mean down low or bisexual? I'm just talking about period. Whatever. Okay. Deal. Right? Yes. Has the P and the V on T. I want to be <laughs> in relationship with my wife. Don't make me say it crassly, okay? Say it. Uh, no, I want to be. I want to have sex with my wife. You uh, you make that clear. Yeah. If, if I didn't want to have yeah. sex with my wife, uh-huh. then she would be my roommate. And yeah. if I were going to have a roommate, it wouldn't be a woman. <laughs> Right. If I'm, I'm just being real. If I'm going to not have sex with you, then if, we're watching football. Uh, period. <laughs> so if I'm going to have a roommate, we're it's going to be, Halo. A, it's gonna be a guy. Because why? Because I want to have I want to have fun about myself, about like about guy stuff. I want to like like he said uh-huh. I want to watch football. Well, what does I that have, have to do with never stopping to love her? That's well, when she said, you know, he doesn't want to have to you. No, he, he doesn't cater, Thing one is he caters to you. What does that? Why? Why you would he what? cater to you? Because what does that speak to what she does for him. I just want to talk about the sex thing first. Of course, okay. you because do. yeah, because I, I think w- like women like this. Sex like I'm isn't going, a huge factor for him. Are you crazy? That's, yeah. Are you when, nuts? When I saw that, I was like, my wife I've and never I. He doesn't that. flirt with other girls. My, my wife and I have been together for 18 years. We've been married for 13 years. I want to have sex with her all the time. So the the point of this article is that the reason why I sent it real? is because this I feel article was written by a clitoris. 
No, but I feel like no, the standards like are so low now. <laughs> it was written by a hymen. That these, the, we've, we've arrived here, right? Yes. People, you know, somebody putting on their Facebook, <laughs> the relationship status actually means something now. Like people have, like, look look at the article. Like, that's basic shit. That's supposed to be, he's supposed to cater to you if he's your man. Like, that's right. not, you don't get a gold star for that. Like, it's the standards are so low. Did any of you follow the link to um, the uh, the seven signs of a woman who will never stop loving you? No. No. Because that's at the bottom of the page. You didn't want to see oh, what the other six does. Oh, let's see that one. Let's yeah. see that let's one. Oh, okay. So, but I pose the question to all of you. How do you know it's real? Well, you know it's real when, you know, uh, my, when it my, persists. I say when it persists. When it's well, persistent. And, and go on. Expound, expound on that. Well, it will persist and you'll want to. You'll both feel like you want to. You'll want to go through the struggles. You'll want to go through all of it. You won't want to be apart. Some of it is vibrational, really. You'll know, you know the vibrations between you and someone that's in love. Mm -hmm. And that you can continue to create on that and you want to continue to create on that and that it's mutual. I mean, the thing, the problem with shit like this is that it taps into like especially among women like a primordial need to emotionally understand their universe and they know they're just force feeding you like they're dating shit at the bottom like they can have six reasons to date a feminist and the next article could be six reasons not to date a feminist right. and like whatever sort of emotional connection you need 22 fault date ideas 12 reasons i'm glad i married my high school sweetheart i'm gonna write an article over them for 12 reasons i married my high school sweetheart and realized that he's still a dick like you yeah. can <laughs> you can do anything you want with this and you're like ooh, that's a good list they he understands people People are it, because there are so many people are being fed by social media. That's where they get their information from. Yeah, like that is they don't read books, they don't read science journals, that, they don't and they don't tune in. Yeah. What about just tuning in? Yeah, there's no. They're literally we're our, our society is literally being educated by Facebook, social media. Mm -hmm. So instead of going to a woman that 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 you respect, or a man that you respect, who's in a uh, a successful relationship and I always say just because two people have been in a marriage for 15 years doesn't necessarily make it a successful one That's sometimes right. people stay together uh, out of convenience mm -hmm. so but when you see two partners who are in, in, in really engaged mm -hmm. with one another who you see and that you know they are holding each other's hands they're still affectionate toward toward one another mm -hmm. they do speak to each other with respect you know how many times i see people who have been married for years and when they talk to each other i'm going uh who's gonna punch you in the face you're uncomfortable being in the <laughs> presence yeah, of that something's gonna happen here i feel that, like that's a huge piece missing in relationships is the yes. manners to each other yes just the manners mm -hmm. is the yes. most i mean in in western culture period yep. you go to other places they're very much there and and you see it and it's very felt i was speaking today to someone about uh the women in venice venice italy they exude femininity their mm -hmm. manners are so in and the men cannot stop they can't stop with them. They're obsessed with them. Listen, that right there, that's one of the reasons why I, I, I had to bring Daphne with me. Okay. Because women need to hear that, first of all, you, 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 can't, you can't speak to, unless you want to fight on your hands, you can't speak to a man any, any, any way you want because you're independent or because I'm strong. Now, if you're trying to prove that you're stronger than he is, good luck with that. But... 
if if the the goal is to actually be in partnership with him and to be in real relationship with him to be in accord with him to have him be a helpmate to you and have you be a helpmate to him then you got to figure out a different way to, to speak with him and and and, 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 and likewise can I, let me let me go to bat for the ladies again i think men need to understand that yeah sometimes you get real fucking crazy but it's not all your fault you have and mm-hmm. you have like a nitro boost of hormones running through you that we can't wrap our head around like you know yeah. especially with my girlfriend like don't you talk about her huh don't you talk about my boo no she's the best she's watching right now actually but you know her. we've had this discussion too it's like it's even part of my standard routine like you know the, the sympathizing with women like I'd be crazy too if after sex a person fell out of my penis like that's an incredible responsibility mm-hmm. you guys have well we're also a lot of us are recovering from bad men like whether it be <laughs> our fathers or yeah. bad relationships and the thing again as the man there are numbers the numbers are not in our favor there no. was. if you want to be a good man in a relationship and the reason I don't like articles like this is even in learning how to be a better boyfriend like I have to remind myself to take a step back and stop thinking about what my holding my man ground in this insular argument and then look from the top down about what she as a woman just emotionally needs from me right now because that's what the shit is about it's not about who took the trash out she just fucking needs a hug and for you to not argue about who took it out last i feel like the roles aren't very clearly defined on who does what because if they were a woman would exude her femininity and know that her softness is her is her power Right. Her pot that power sounds like is that which a man would never like want to compete give it, with. It that sounds like an NBC show his. about like a, a spy in like the lady training. <laughs> like women must. Well, let me exude. say. Let me let me just say this. I can't I can't remember the last time my wife touched a a, a, a garbage bag to take out to the garbage. You're gonna make us all look bad now, yep. aren't you? She shouldn't. Yeah, because because I'm a man. So there's no there's no question about the other thing that I I also I have, have to a, take a the huge garbage out because I'm a single mom. That yes, doesn't you make do, me a man. Your, no, I cleaned the whole kitchen it, last I, night. No, it, it doesn't make you a man. Men that will do it gladly. Yeah, no, but, if, but if you had a, a man in your in your life and he's sitting there every single day and you're taking the garbage out, that's a problem. That he is, the garbage. That's a problem. <laughs> And, and, and that's what we're talking about. That's, where, that's exactly what Daphne's talking about. That's the stuff that I'm talking about where we've gotten so far away from, we've allowed our women to play certain roles that typically a man would play that she doesn't know how to be her feminine woman self anymore. I'm still waiting for my girlfriend to build me that goddamn Ikea desk. And it's like, how long is this going to take you? I left the hammer out. I know she can so, do it, though. No, no, I, she'll, I, she'll build I find the shit out that there desk. are women that are raised only by women, four generations of women deep. Mm-hmm. And, no, and you have those women telling them how what men want. No one's asking the men at all. Mm-hmm. So you have these uh, men that look like women. I think these the women that, I, like, they swallowed a, a man. Yes. And nothing about them is feminine or exudes that. But yes. at the That's same That's like more time, West Hollywood be- Friday. But, yeah, totally. <laughs> the thing about, just to bookend on, the thing I don't like, the reason I don't like thing about relationship, little BuzzFeed shit like this, is they deaden down what an actual good relationship is about. Like, instead of saying he's not that into sex, be like, half the time he's 
so horny, and then the other half the time he's just a little busy. But it I doesn't feel mean like he men are always. Or about how about sex. he's really into sex we with always, you? Yes. You know, we like, all, listen. Let me tell you something. When my wife walks in the door. And she could walk you in told the door. Me this before. From, from I'm you just a, picking up the trash. She could walk in the door, it, dirty. She could have the most horrible. Sally doesn't outfit get on. dirty. Yes, no, she does. No, I'm joking. <laughs> she doesn't have any scars. She could walk in there, wear whatever. She could just come from a workout class, super sweaty, hair everywhere. Workout sweaty is hot. Let's get it. Can I do my I say it for you? Let's get it. Uh, because I saw. Um, I, I really wanted to talk about this because we're talking about relationships and I, I think the ultimate relationships that we have to deal with and we should prioritize are those relationships from human being to human being. Uh, in the last few weeks, we've watched Lamar Odom spiral out of control, end up in the hospital, was um, sick, you know, he was in a coma and a lot of people took to social media with humor about the situation. It was very disturbing to me for one reason, the cynicism, um, people saying that they made this up, that this was a, a publicity stunt because they were trying to promote the show, which I don't believe. I think I don't think people fake their stupid. organs, uh, you know, failing. His kid, he still needs a kidney implant. But what I, what I want, want to pose to you is that I know I've struggled with someone in my family with drug addiction, and it doesn't discriminate against people, regardless of what your financial status is or economic background. Drugs is real, and it affects us all. When you were thinking of that that joke was funny about Lamar Odom, I was so uh, disappointed in so many of my comedian friends who I thought were better people. The jokes were horrible. First of all, they weren't even funny. But depression is real, and drug addiction is real. Addiction is real. And I think at some point you have to employ some humanity, whether you're a comedian, your job is social commentary. At some point we have to return back to establishing some boundaries because if not, we're just turning into barbarians. And it, we look like the children from Lord of the Flies. So I will say this to you. I did lose two people to drug addiction in my family. So when I saw Lamar Odom fighting for his life, yes, he's a celebrity. And there are people who are not celebrities that fight for, that are fighting the same fight. But I think that that is a representation of that. Mm -hmm. And in wanting him to survive, it's not because he's a celebrity, but because he's a human being. Right. And at some point, we should get back to the basics and root for other people just because they're people. And... Um, the Kardashians will be worked out. That that will get that will work itself out. I don't even care about that. What I was concerned with was a man who spiraled out of control, mm -hmm. was dealing with depression, almost lost everything, including his life and children that were going to be left without a father, a father without a son, and that is what matters to me. Not a Laker, but a human being. So when you're out there writing those jokes and think that it's funny, to bang on people who are down just remember that one day that will happen to you because no human ex is exempt from the issues that are of real life we saw cancer and we saw steve jobs being taken down by cancer and all the money in the world did not excuse him from the sure. reality of what cancer is so my i'll say it for you today is that in your journey to be funny or whatever it is that it is that you are seeking to be don't forget to employ your humanity because at one point you will be on the other end of that, and it's not going to feel good. Ida Rodriguez, and I'll say it for you. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. Um, so tell people where they can find you guys. Uh, at Dondre Whitfield on Twitter, uh, all Dondre on Instagram, and, you know, Dondre Whitfield on Periscope. And what's coming up next? 
uh, was coming up next. Ooh, I almost said it, and I can't say it yet. But you're on Real Husbands of Hollywood. Real Husbands season. of Hollywood, and um, and something is brewing. Awesome. <laughs> and I'm Daphne Wayans at everything. I mean, not at everything, but Daphne huh? at Daphne Wayans or DaphneWayans.com, and I post everything. And I'm creating some things too. I'm in the lab too. Nice. Uh, you can catch me, Ben the Morrison, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook is Ben Morrison Fans. Uh, if you can set your DVRs right now for Thursday night at 10 p.m., although it's live, so it might be 1 a.m. here. Access TV, I'll be doing Gotham Comedy Live, live from the Gotham Comedy Club. You know they air that show live, live? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's really cool. Mark Cuban, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I used to, I have, I have a history with that network when it was HD network, HD net before that. Right. That's a whole other long, depressing Hollywood story. But I'm finally on it. Yeah. It's a different network, but I'm back. I was there when he won the competition. And um, so I'll be, I'll be doing, that's cool. I, I don't know, they do stand-up shows like that, but it's actually aired live. Yeah, but they, that show is, is uh, there are no limits on that yeah, show. Yeah, that, that's really cool. It's it's actually like at home getting to sit in a real comedy club. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So and I love Chris Mazzelli. I have such a big question. Yeah, Mazzelli's a good guy. So um, Access TV, look for it. DVR, Gotham Comedy Live on the 22nd. I'll be on it. Congratulations. Jake, where can they find you? You can find me everywhere, Jake Belcher, GTA. Um, there's no Grand Theft Audio this week. So instead, spend your time um, going on uh, Thursday night and watching the best show on TV review. It's back. It's back. It's the best. Oh. Nice. Andy Daly's. Uh, yeah, our love review, man. So yeah. freaking good. It's, it's uh. a very odd show, and it's, it's very funny. That and Nathan for You, I think, are the two best shows on TV. Okay. Yep. I'm going to watch because, you know, I, I have to have, we have to support our band. Too. Before we go out. Please go to themanhoodtour.com so you can check out my my purpose. That's all I'm going to say. Themanhood.com. The Manhood the, Tour. Oh, themanhoodtour.com. Yeah, if you go to themanhood.com, it's a whole different yeah. website. <laughs> That's different. Um, <laughs> yeah, but try it. it. Why not? You order things and, you know. Manhood uh, Tour. <laughs> um, yes. I'm at Flappers on tonight. I'm doing three shows there tonight. Next weekend, Halloween weekend, I will be at the Atlanta Comedy Theater headlining for the weekend. Um um, something very exciting is coming up. I'm about to make history, and it's going to be on television. I can't talk about it yet, but I just know that <laughs> I'm about to make history. The fuck? And I'm very excited That's not about giving it. us. I can't say it. Um, so uh, please, November 4th, come to Burbank. I will be doing my first Truth Serum show, and I am showcasing some of the hottest comedians in the land, some of my new favorites. The show that I'm producing that you're on and in I'm two on weeks. The cloud. Yeah, tell my yeah, show. In, uh, in two weeks, November 6th, Clouds yeah. of Comedy. It's live stand-up comedy at a vape shop right next to the improv. The lineup is amazing. It's Ida, Francisco Ramos, T-Rex, Brett Riley, myself, Jay Davis. And it feels like it actually feels like an old comedy club because people are vaping. It's not smoke. It's like e-cigarette. But you get that smoky comedy club feel at a real vape shop. So that's cloudsofcomedy.com. And now I need to update the website right now because the old flyer is on there. But November 6th. Yes, check I'll it do out. Funnyaida.com, at funnyaida on Twitter, Snapchat, Periscope, and on Facebook. It's aida.rodriguez. Please um, engage. Let us know what you think. Tell a friend to watch the show. And um, keep telling the truth. Tell them bye, Jake. Bye, Jake. <laughs> Let Drake dance. I bought this one a purse. I bought this one a truck. I bought this one a house. I bought this one a mall. I keep buying. Just make sure you keep.
track of it all. I got that's me about the call. You are watching T Radio V. Radio and TV.